Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them, because they change things. They push the human race forward. While some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Think Different podcast. We are back once again in studio for another week of Apple Talk. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, he has returned back from the wonderful country of Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank. Mr. Frank Funk, Mr. Keto Frank Funk yeah, is back. That's right. In the New Jersey with his drum set. Yep. How how's everybody doing? How are you, Will? Well, I no one who you just asked is going to respond to that, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you that I'm doing great. Uh, you know, in baby news, everything is still going strong. We got the baby shower coming up soon, uh, so that's all good. And the keto lifestyle, Frank, well, how's that going? Well, the last two weeks, uh, I've been we've been back in Jersey, and um, I haven't gained, but I haven't lost. I'm stable at two hundred five. I'm a little disappointed. But I, I think I'm really going to try to uh, make some headway this week and uh, try to lose some more weight. I want to get down below 200. So. Oh, okay. So we have a goal set in mind, Frank. Good. I just want to have a baby that that you know works when it's born. You know. <laughs> so that's the important thing for me. But we started off this episode with a special tribute to Steve Jobs, who did his narration of what uh, the crazy ones, which was a very popular ad campaign they did, which didn't have Steve Jobs actually as the voice, but after his death, they believe they released that version of it, and we're here on this day of history to celebrate the passing of Steve Jobs, who died nine years ago. Uh, so, Frank, we I'm sure we have some stories regarding Steve Jobs, especially at the store. Uh, so do you have anything you could share regarding how the feedback was that day or what you could recall of that experience when Steve passed? Well, um, I was working my full-time job uh, that day, and uh, when somebody told me, did you hear Steve Jobs died, I went, get, I thought, you know, I thought they were kidding because the, they used to, you know, always, uh, I don't want to say pick on me, but they because I was an Apple guy, they, they would always, you know, say different things about Apple that they didn't like it and so on and so forth. So I thought they were just pulling a practical joke. But uh, when I found out it was real and I went to the store that night, um, it was just a really different atmosphere. It was quiet. Um, People were coming in, but they were more or less, they weren't necessarily there to buy. Some did, but more were just in disbelief. and couldn't couldn't really wrap our heads around it, you know, because he was just so much a part. He was uh, Apple, and so it was mm-hmm. it was really really sad, you know. And then all the news came out about how he tried holistic medicine, and um, they 
probably could have, if he used traditional methods, he probably could have extended his life a number of years. But, you know, it was a shock. Mm -hmm. I remember going into work. I was working at another store at the time, and I saw a picture of Steve Jobs with one rose on the floor. And I saw that. I took a picture of that. I still have that in my phone today. In fact, I shared it on my personal Facebook page when that happened. And people were coming in and just giving, you know, we're sorry about Steve and, you know, all that. So it really was an emotional day, at least an emotional couple days. I also remember our Apple logos went to uh, black. We didn't have it lit up on those days. Uh, Some people don't even realize that we have the ability to change colors and that thing. And... Uh, we, we had him off for a while just because of C's passing. It was just truly a sad day, but we kind of knew it was coming. You know, I will personally tell you my story. I actually saw Steve at the Apple campus when I went for a creative training. He was sitting down, just had, and this is, by, this is when he was not uh, the acting uh, CEO at the time. Tim was already got that uh, acting role, and you. I saw him just pass by him, and you could just see it in his body. And you know, he's wearing everything he wears: jeans, the black with the neck. Uh, you know, he was wearing the same shirt he always wears, and he just did not look in great shape. You could see how thin he was. He was actually having soup, and you could just see how he was having a hard time. And it was really sad to see that. But the fact that I just got to be near him. Uh, never will erase from my memory I've, as long as I hopefully live or have Alzheimer's or whatever, but that was just truly an amazing m- memory of me, because it wasn't too long till he passed the same year that I yeah. went. So, uh, that was my memory of, of the whole passing of Steve, and uh, this we actually also had Tim Cook tweet on his remembrance, and he borrowed a quote, um, and he says, a great soul never dies. It brings us together again and again. And Cook added that Jobs, who passed away in 2011, is always with us. And that his memory connects and inspires us every day. It's so true. I mean, it, it, it's weird because even today, you know, um, when you think of Apple, you realize Tim Cook is the CEO. But I don't know. Somehow you always the first thing you think of is, is Steve Jobs. And I'd be very curious how Steve feels about this because we're not done with the battle, ladies and gentlemen, because we are still in the midst of the People's Court of Fortnite versus Apple. This is the plaintiff, Epic Games. They said they wanted to start a new direct payment system over the defendant's ripoff store, stealing 30% of the profits, please. They stated Apple imposes unreasonable and unlawful restraints. Also, the other developers, like Amazon, catch a break on those deals, and they feel it's not right. They are suing for a lot, a lot, a lot of money, the money they believe they're owed. This is a defendant, Apple. They said they're not budging on their policies and ordered the plaintiff to comply. Since they didn't listen, they kicked them off of the App Store. Google also kicked off the plaintiffs due to their little complaint of their fees. Apple had all the rights to remove their developmental license, and these guys are just not thankful for the development of this platform to sell their Fortnite coins. They're accused of not playing along. 
These companies are not actors. They are real companies pending in a civil court. They're going to have their case discussed right here on the Think Different Podcast. So Epic Games unlikely to win the injunction. An ongoing Fortnite battle with Apple jury trial is possible. So they went to a preliminary injunction back on September 28th. And they're waiting for the ruling, but they're basically not going to get an injunction to allow Fortnite back on the App Store. And at this point, it looks like a trial is going to happen. And, you know, the more we've been going along this this route, it's starting to start to lose, I think. Epic's starting to lose. And if this goes to a trial, I cannot imagine they're going to win. I just cannot imagine. Well, stranger things have happened, I guess. But um, I think from Apple's perspective, they would prefer a bench trial. I can't see this going to a jury trial um, for a number. Can you explain? Do you know the differences between that? Yeah. Uh, a jury. Well, obviously, a jury trial is uh, that you have a jury of 12 people, your peers, um, and a bench trial is done in front of a judge and his verdict after reviewing all the evidence um, whatever he decides he decides so Mm -hmm. a bench trial you have to convince one person of your point of view one way or the other a jury trial you have to rely on the judgment of 12 people and I can't see 12 I don't know if you are going to find that many people on a jury that are that interested in the details of this right. whole argument, and I want to I want to point this out because this came from the judge. So the judge pointed out that thirty percent rate of Apple collects is an industry rate collected by PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, Amazon, Walmart, Best Buy, Google, and more. It's all thirty percent, and you just want to gloss over it. The judge said in Epic to Epic's lawyers, I mean. You're, that, that's a, a perfect way to just argue there, to argue that, and you know then you that it's the same thing. Then don't sell on Amazon if you don't expect to give them a huge cut because Amazon does get a huge cut when you sell on there. And the same thing with Best Buy, even Apple stores, they're even worse. And I mean, they probably want sixty percent. Well, you know, they, I mean, they, they want a lot more. That's pretty much what I mentioned to you before about even in the book industry, you know. Um, the publisher gets a huge chunk of the change. Now, yep. um, even, you know, you put your products in Home Depot or Lowe's or Walmart, you pay to have your products in there. Yep. Uh, because of the amount of traffic those stores have. There are two points that I think uh, Apple has made. One is that by having their product on the App Store, they have access to Billions of people worldwide, number one. Um, Number two, Apple really doesn't have a commanding market share Mm -hmm. in any of the fields that they're in. Um, So while they are a player on the field, they're not the sole player. And like the judge says, you know, you want to sell your... Uh, product on Android, you have to put it into the Android store. Um, there's not one store that sells. Now think about that. You have different formats, right? Different operating systems. Now you're going to mm-hmm. go to a, to a single store that's going to sell you 
programs that are applicable to iOS, programs that are applicable to Android, and uh, any other operating system, right? Like you used to go when you go to GameStop. The first thing they ask you when you buy a game, okay, what, what machine are you running on? But they mm-hmm. still get a percentage of that sale. So it's no different than a brick and mortar. It's just that when you go to the app store, those apps are solely for Apple products. Right. And you. I th- this is a good quote. I- I'm sorry to cut you off, but I saw this. Now, and uh, this is actually from like a forum. And this person in the forum says, I'm not a big Apple fan. I buy and love their products, but some of their actions and stances over the years have been morally reprehensible. However, I think Apple will win this case. They built a secure platform, and they and they're f- free to charge what they like. Epic knew this when they first signed up. Why are they and a quite a few other whiners complaining now? Epic should build their own store, and if they're not, if they're that bothered about it, that's a good point. Right. Absolutely. Uh, now, yeah. for in, and we we talked about this a little bit uh, a couple episodes ago. If they were to build their own store, now they got to build that infrastructure. Mm-hmm. They've got to have. How many servers? They got to have um, some sort of management of that, um, and, and they can do it. But the mm-hmm. thing is, they're not going to be able to sell their product for an iOS device because the only place you can buy an iOS product is on the App Store, mm-hmm. and that's be- and they want to ensure the security and. Um, the integrity of the product that meets it'll meet Apple standards and that's frankly one of the I think uh, in my mind one of the big things that Apple has to offer when you buy a product from the App Store you know that it meets Apple's stringent standards Another, uh, I'm sorry, another person, I keep cutting you off, but I found some good quotes here. Uh, I'm a longtime Fortnite Epic player. Epic will never get another dime from me. They embarrass themselves with their stupid hashtag free Fortnite and deserve to lose. Play stupid games, breach of contract, win stupid prizes. Fortnite won't be relevant a year from now. Everyone will be off to the new game. Now, that's a curiosity. Would people move away and find something different? That's the curiosity uh, for that. Well, in in my thinking, well, I'm I'm not what you would call a gamer, okay? But I would think that as with all apps, in my experience, you play it for a while, you're intrigued, you play it, but then it wears off, and yep. you move on to some other game. Uh, first, it was Angry Birds, then it was Candy Crush, and then whatever else, right? Right. Um, and it was a big thing when Mario came to the yep. iOS. Um, so, I, you know, I, it can come and go. And, it, you know, it's basically the law of supply and demand. If people want it, then if you supply it, you'll be okay. If, if they don't want it, then it's not going to sell and it'll get off of the app store. And well, that's where we are. And I'd be very curious to see uh, going forward what the outcome of that will be. But we still have more things to get to. And this one I thought was very interesting because we both used to work at an Apple store. Apple over-the-ear headphones may launch soon as the as store cuts audio products. So their plan is that they're going to remove Bose, Sonos, Logitech from their stores which is hinting that the event that we're going to be talking about next is going to release some new products that will replace those. Now, 
I remember how big of a deal Sonos was yeah. when it came to the Apple Store. We had a big thing about that. Yeah. Because of the AirPlay feature, it was allowing, Sonos was finally allowing AirPlay to work with uh, within the app of Sonos. Yeah. So... This was a so this is a big deal because we had a table full of speakers that we, we there is a table full of speakers at the store to promote them. Now they're going to redesign that entire table for what they're planning to come out with. So I thought it was very interesting that they're changing this up because I think people people definitely bought Sonos and Bose and other Bose yes, at our I store. Did. <laughs> yeah. So so like but now that they're you know, but I hate to say it. AirPods has really taken over the market regarding headphones. I mean, really, there is nothing else out there that compares to the seamless experience and the quality uh, to these headphones right now. I mean, I don't have, I mean, I have a monster pair of headphones. I use these when I'm uh, on gigs and when I'm on this podcast because it's easier for me. I mean, I could wear a pair of AirPods and do this, but I like to, like to drown the sound out a little bit more. Uh, with these, but what's your thoughts of them removing these audio products from their store? I kind of have mixed emotions <laughs> because okay, I'd love um, to hear it. I have a Sonos Five, which I paid uh, seven hundred dollars for. Yeah, and I have two Sono One Sonos Ones, two hundred dollars a piece. So, uh, and I have two HomePods. Okay. So God, okay, Frank. Just keep, anything else you have in your home that you want to share? I mean, damn. Well, I mean, I, I also have 100 iPads available <laughs> everywhere I am. Well, in the article, they're talking about that they they're suggesting that they may come out with a new updated HomePod. Now, I'd be anxious to see what is in that. Now, I I don't know. I mean, I'm always looking. Maybe I'll sell the Sonos because there's a strong market out there for them. But the Sonos 5 is unbelievable sound. The Sonos 1s are good. I mean, it's all good. They're all good systems. Right. But um, I I just I love my HomePods. I, I just I just do. I also had Sonos's as well. I had one downstairs, one upstairs, and I sold them uh, because. Of the air, uh, I bought the home pods. We had a really nice discount at the time yeah. when those came out. So we, I got 50, we got fifty percent off. I don't care about telling everybody. We yeah, fifty percent off the home pod. Now I also stole Vacation Tim's fifty percent because he wasn't going to use it, so I could have the dual speaker oh. setup. And that's how my setup is right now. I have the dual speaker setup in my living room. And I'm very happy with the home pods, honestly. I like the idea of just setting a timer. I like the idea of saying, you know, good night using Siri and it shuts everything off. It turns on my lights upstairs. Like, I already have it set up to do some of the cool home products that, honestly, there's no way I could have got that with the Sonos. Yeah. They're just speakers. You're right. You're right. Going into what I think is going to happen here, I think two things have to happen for people to buy this. You're going to have number one, HomePod has to go down in price. I think that's a very big thing. They've already did it a little bit, but I think they need to do a little more. And then, obviously, the rumor is that a mini one is going to be coming out. Hmm. So I wonder what that's going to look like. And I thought it was very interesting when we talk about the logo that they're using for the Apple event, and it says high speed, and just the the circle icons they're using in the logo just kind of looks like, you know, a top of a HomePod, yeah. you know? Yeah, you're right there. Um, it does. I uh, Personally, I, I don't, well, I don't know what, 
As far as sound quality goes, I would like to have them stick with the same size because I think the sound quality is excellent. Whether you're there's nothing wrong with the size of the of the one now, right. but I just think that you're trying to sell people on a high quality speaker. And you know what? When you have devices out there that are thirty dollars and can get the job done, you know, it's hard. Well, it's very hard to find getting the job done. Echo. I mean, like I have an Amazon Echo that I throw outside, and at te and even at the highest percentage, it does exactly what I need it to do. There's a reason why I haven't bought an outdoor speaker. Echo does what I need to do. Now I got that for free. I didn't pay for it, but I'm just telling you that I got something uh, for free, which is pretty. Yeah, but, I like it. But you're sacrificing sound quality. And that's fine. I I'm not. I don't need it to be that loud. That That's not my goal. The problem with HomePod is HomePod has to be plugged in and has to be set up pretty much permanently somewhere. Where this Echo, it does make it quite easy to move it around uh, than the HomePod does. So let's dive into that right now. So um, let's talk about the Apple event. That's the main story of today, that they're going to do their digital-only event. The quote they used was high speed and of course they're going to be doing it on Tuesday so this Tuesday coming up is the next one it's going to be at course 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time 10 a.m. Uh, specific time and obviously the rumor is the iPhone 12 so let's talk about it Frank yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm all game for that the one thing though I'm a little surprised that they selected October 13th just not a big fan of that number but, uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, oh, you're so suspicious, Frank. You're, 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 you believe in that stuff. Well, since it's the iPhone 12, uh, they should have picked the 12th. They, never, they always <laughs> do on a Tuesday, though. Yeah. That's usually their time All frame. Right. But, uh, so, but now, I remember you saying you're planning on getting this phone. Yeah, two of them. So two of them okay so obviously the big rumor is and of course the quote is high speed so that's obviously saying the 5g support is going to likely be coming in this phone uh the question is is it going to be available for you to use right now eh, you know it's hard to say but the rumor is of course that they're going to come out with a mini version which is the 5.4 the regular version which is 6.1 and a 6.7 version and the rumor is they're all going to be oled Yes. So they're all going to have nice. OLED displays. Yeah, I, for these. I think. Um, well, I have the ten uh, right now. And I, I think I'm going to go uh, for uh, a larger screen this time. So you're going to go for the Max? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I had I had the bigger one before this. Then when I went when the ten came out, they had you know. Uh, they put the notch in and there was no button so you had more screen in the smaller format but um i don't know i'm just curious to uh want i think i want to go with the bigger one this time i think my and, my wife will stick with the same size so and how are you how are you going to feel about having the no power adapter and no ear pods in there the ear pods i can get it the ear pods i can get it yeah yeah uh but the power adapter well, I do, you know, while I do have several of them laying around, and I think that's the logic behind it, that... Of course. Most no, it's an environment... No, remember the last one. It's a, it's an environmental reason yes. behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. we were talking to my best friend John on the podcast that uh, you were stuck with the FBI with, and you couldn't be here for that. But we talked <laughs> about that they used an environmental reason behind the power adapter. 
which yes is true, but it's hiding it. Yeah. And it's that's not the reason. They're trying to save money. That that, that Well, it's just so, one of the reasons. It's not that it's right. not a reason. It's one Yeah, but of they the made reasons. it the focal point yeah. reason. That's what pisses me off. You know that's not the focal point. There's no way. Right. They said, "Oh, you know what we got to do? We have to take these power adapters out to save the environment." <laughs> Yeah, that's Oh, true. and maybe we'll save some money, well, too. That's second. It's not the power adapter that's saving the environment. It's the packaging will be reduced and thereby saving trees. Oh, we save enough trees as it is, all right? We barely print stuff anymore, okay? Yep. So there's, a, there's lands that are... You cannot take trees out of certain parts of land. Yep. So trust me, the trees are going to be fine. We are going to all we got to do is take some seeds, plant them in the ground, <laughs> put some goddamn water on it, it'll grow, okay? All right. You make it sound so You're, simple, Will. Thank you. I, I, it's very simple, actually. It's very simple. All you got to do is put some shit in the ground, and you can grow, okay? So um, I don't want to hear it. We're I, saving enough trees as it is. I think it, You know, by the way, Apple Park destroyed a lot of trees to make that Apple Park campus. What do you got to say to that, Frank? They put full-grown trees back in. They took them out and all, saved them. Uh, not all of them. Not all no, of them. Oh, not, where, where are the other ones go, Frank? They're probably in the fireplaces. For heat. Oh, there you go. Yeah, see, in the fireplaces, <laughs> which I didn't even use this last year because it wasn't cold enough. My friend was, uh, who I work with is planning on getting a new phone, but I told him to wait to see what's going to change here because obviously pricing is going to change. And then the rumor is that they're going to have a new style cord built in here. So they're going to have a high quality braided cord, which thank God for that because the cords of these suck. Yeah. Apple charges $20 for cables that break in a year. Now, I will point out, we are throwing our cables everywhere, which is causing those problems. Yeah. But they're not very high quality. In fact, people would buy the other brands like Belkin, who had a really nice uh, braided yes. one. And, uh, yeah, the braided ones. And also, I, I, I would like to see them longer. Yes. Well, they have the two meter, but I don't think they're going to give you a two meter cable. They're going to give you a one. Yeah. I, you know. But. Hopefully the braided one won't break as much, so that way it'll, it'll knock the quality up. And going forward, that's likely the cable that's going to be going forward, yeah. which is great. So that's the phone news. You know, other than the 5G and the cable, I don't know what else they're going to have in this. It's going to really make you want to get it. You know, I know you could get it because you've you've been your two phones behind, so I get why you're getting it. Yeah. But well, no, for someone like me behind. who's an iPhone 11 user and I'm very happy with the phone, I don't see myself getting this phone at all. In fact, I promised myself I wouldn't get this phone. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we'll see. I I liked. Now my sister has the 11, and she absolutely loves the the camera, the night the night uh, shooting on it. My sister has the phone, but I have to say, when I try to instruct her on how to get the most out of it, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So I'm like. Sometimes I just want to say, you know, you have uh, iPhone 11 and you use about as many features as you would on a original. Yep, that's true. Um, so it kind of pisses me off, but I just bite my tongue. Well, the camera for me was the only reason why I upgraded. Because honestly, and the reviews were so good for this phone when I was watching all the people doing reviews that I and the, how good the camera was, I did it. And not to mention, having the wide angle was the game changer for me. Because I love having that wide angle look that I just don't have on the lenses I have. I have a wide angle lens for it, but I have to switch it out. And it won't be able to do it as easy. This is like really good quality, um, you know, unless they do something to the sensor of the iPhone 12, which I don't think, I, I honestly don't see myself 
getting it. I'm fine with this phone. I'm really well, happy with it. They have the LiDAR, right? Yeah, but what am I going to use that for? I don't know. Okay, exactly. You're Let's the, move on. You're so the, you're the videographer. You need to find. Yeah, but lidar reason. is not lidar is not for like the camera. It's for the AR. Oh, it's yeah, not really right. It's not really for the camera. Now the rumor is also speaking. Of going back to AirPods, that they are planning to come out with a high end. Uh, active noise canceling retro style AirPod Studio headphones, which rumored are going to be costing three forty nine. But the cool thing is about these headphones: number one is that you can put them on either side of your head, so there's no left, there's no right channel. Uh-huh. Everything's going to be equal as one, or it's going to understand it somehow, which is neat. That's a pretty unique feature in a pair of headphones. Well, they, I read also that they're. Uh going to be able to have more than one Bluetooth device connected to your phone. Yeah. So, so like, if you wanted to share music with someone, you want to sit in a group and you have two people going to listen to music on your device, the same song, obviously, but you can have multiple Bluetooth devices connected at the same time. That already exists. That's iOS 14. That doesn't necessarily have to do with these pair of headphones. I don't know. So, I wish they would put that in the... Um, it has to be AirPods, though. It can't be a... That's the thing. Right. It can't be just... I wish they would put that in the Apple TV. That is in the Apple TV. Is it? Is it really? <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, I didn't know that. We talked about this, Frank. Did we? Right, well, oh, my to, God. You have to cut this they piece tell out. Me you can already do all the things that he's asking. <laughs> uh, now, the other, uh, the other item, which we thought was going to come out last time, was AirTags. Now, uh, do you think we're finally going to see AirTags? I don't know. And the same deal. In the logo, again, the the Apple logo that's surrounding it, it looks like an a- a- a AirTag. Yeah, that's true. Yep, you're right there. I don't know. I'm right about everything, Frank. I, Frank, I, I'm right about everything. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, do you think they're going to be profitable? I mean, you think they're going to sell? I do because people are Apple fans like me and you, and we're, and we're suckers at buying that crap. Mm. I don't know. How about the colors so, on the phone? What do you think of those? I like the blue. The blue looks nice. See, that, that's the, that that blue color that's on the new iPad Air. Yeah. Uh, that looks really nice. Like really, really nice. You think they're going to discontinue uh, the green? Uh, I think they might add a green phone. I think they want to make it all uniform colored. I wouldn't be shocked by that, and we did. And we talked about the smaller HomePod as well. Um, but now the one I am really hoping they're going to talk about the ARM-based uh, Silicon Max. <sighs> I am so ready for this because I am so curious. It's and no one should buy this the day it comes out. I'm just going to let you know that now. You need to let people review it and watch YouTube. Watch guys like Brian Tong. Watch guys uh, like him. Uh, discuss it, play with it, tell them their experiences of it. Especially, like, for me, I'm an editor. I want to watch editors use this Mac and see what they say. But I'm really, really looking... I'm I'm praying that they're going to talk about this Mac. They might do a different event for it, but... Because they promised that this is going to be out at the end of 2020. So... Well, you know, know, like, when they uh, had an event where they had photographers review the camera at one of the iPhone events, mm-hmm. I think that they should um, do the same type of thing yes. with the with the Mac computer. They should have like Adobe there. Yeah. They should have any big brands 
that require this, that are going to use this. Yes, I 100% agree with you on that. It can't just be Apple apps. It has to be other apps. Yes. It has to be Microsoft. It has to be well, Adobe. I don't care about Microsoft, but... Well, but they're important. It's a productivity mm. tool. It's a very important tool, um, and they need to have them there. Yeah. So... Well, so, I, I would, from the creative side, uh, the photography side, the, the videographer side, I think you guys would love to see Adobe there with Lightroom and all of their other suite of products to reaffirm the fact that, hey, if you go with this ARM computer, our products are going to be seamless. And I think mm -hmm. that's going to win over a whole host of, of users right off the bat. Um, mm -hmm. Just like... Um, you wouldn't go to Catalina because there were issues with some of the software you're using, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're still. I'm still not on Catalina, but I am going to make the jump to Big Sur when that comes out. So I am going to be going down that route. So eventually, uh, my plan is to put an operating system on on an external drive. That way, I always have the ability to go back or go to apps that I need because I'm. I am going to lose Photoshop support. I'm going to lose a lot of support, so I have to get used to using Pixelmator, which will be my replacement. So well, what about, I have to get used to that. Well, wait a minute. Instead of Pixelmator, you got Affinity Photo. Yeah, but I I know Pix Pixelmator. I, I I have it for I got it for free when we worked at the store, and I, I don't want to continue down working with it. But I just have to get used to it. That's Affinity is uh, really pretty good too. Uh, Tony uses used to use Affinity. Yeah, I would have to look into it and see if I would go forward with it. But I have to ask you, Frank, since you weren't here, since we're getting to the end of the episode, what were your thoughts of all the releases that came out? Because you weren't, you haven't talked since that day. So I'd be curious to know, with the iPad Air coming out, uh, I'd be curious to know what your thoughts were of that and the Apple Watch as well. Well, the Apple Watch, um, it's very interesting. Um I, but again, I think it's, for me anyway, um, the blood oxygen level, uh, I think it can be useful, but I think I'm not going to go right now to that. I'm going to wait until the next one because that'll have okay. the blood oxygen level plus something else. So it'll give me a bigger reason to go to it. Um, and what do you have now? You have the Series 4? No, I have the, the uh, 5. Oh, yeah. There's no reason for you to upgrade with that. Yeah. Um, uh, but the SE is very interesting. I like that because that now gets anybody on board. Yeah. And especially if they came up with the new family setup. Oh. That's going to be really cool. Yeah. Do you think they're going to talk about the uh, family plans in this event? Uh, well, the it's bundles? supposed to. Uh, yeah, they already did. It's online with the family bundles. They're already there. So people can take a look at them on Apple.com and take a look at what the bundles are going to be. And I don't know if I'm going to do the bundle or not. It's a $5 difference between what I pay now and then going to Apple Fitness and then uh, getting Apple News with it. I have to figure out those two services are really worth uh, my investment for it because that's what I'd be getting. And, and you get the two terabyte, right? I already have that. I already have I already have a terabyte plan. Yeah, so see, I have, um, we have the uh, 200, 200 gig. Mm-hmm. And um, I would like to get. Um, I'm not again. Are you, not are you going to utilize Apple Arcade? Are you going to utilize Apple Arcade? Yeah. No. I mean, Apple okay. News. I don't. I don't. I, I look through some of the magazines that are there, and um, it's nothing special, is it? Yeah. I mean, there are there are some that I might 
enjoy reading, but Modern Drummer and things like that. But um, I don't know, is it worth, do you have to then subscribe to them as well, or is it all just part of Apple News? Mm-hmm. You know, if you have to subscribe to it as well, I don't see the point. I might as well just subscribe to it, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I have to look further into that. But I would like to update the uh, storage. But, you know, I don't know. I'll have to look into it. My favorite feature uh, was the iPad Air when it came out with the Touch ID sensor that's built directly into the sleep button. That is a very genius idea, which I would love for them to put on these phones now. Imagine your sleep button also becomes your Touch ID button. With facial ID or or both? Both. 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 Okay. Because now we're 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 in a new America with this coronavirus (laughs) and the reality is that we have to take our mask off in order to do the unlocking of this phone so face id has now become almost a detriment it's almost like having a touch id is much value more valuable than having a face id so i would love the idea of the button to be exposed and be able to use it to unlock my phone rather than face id yeah but then you'd have to have all the cases where the, oh, the, that happens all the time. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't keep a thirty dollars to spend. The, okay, I'll spend thirty dollars on a new case. Like, <laughs> like I'll, I'll I'll get over it. But I think the idea, I, I, the convenience of having that is too valuable to me. Okay, and I, I'm assuming then you'd be able to have more than one fingerprint, so you could have multiple people in there if you wanted sure. to. Yeah, sure. Or you can do it now with the so, face ID. You can only have one. So right, and there, and that's the convenience factor. Give us options to do both. If we're not going to get a fingerprint sensor in the screen, the fact that on the Mac, on the iPad Air, they were able to build that in there, I thought that was the most genius thing they've yeah. come out with in a while. As far as it, I think it's very, very underrated. Yeah, well, I think it's one of those things where people go, ah, no big deal, and then when they get it, they're like, oh, I can't live without it. Speaking of can't live it without it, we're out of time today, everybody. <laughs> we want to thank you for joining us for the Think Different Podcast. And guess what? Next week, we get to talk about everything that happened at this event. And likely, we'll do it the night of. Because I figure if you're around next Tuesday, Frank, we can go a little early and get this podcast up a little early next time. So that we can have all the news and stuff that came out of this keynote. So... For Mr. Frank Funk, Mr. Keita Frank Funk, Mr. New Jersey drummer Frank Funk, I am Will TLD. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Fake Different Podcast. Hey, peace out, brother. Universal, not enough for you. Try Universal, too.